Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello? Hello. <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Welcome to On Deck with Stan C. On the show, I want to tell the real stories behind the real people, behind the mic. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who sent in your questions for the mailbag episode. Everybody who tuned in, who shared it on your Instagram stories. Really means a lot to know that a lot of people like to hear about the things that went on in my own radio journey. That you want to peek behind the curtain or inside the booth, so to speak. So keep them coming. If you want to keep asking questions, maybe we can have enough for a third mailbag episode next season. So hit me up at underscore Stan C on Twitter or on Instagram with all of your questions about life in radio, life after radio. I don't mind. All right. Now, if you want to support the show by helping me climb up the algorithm over on Spotify, all you have to do is to follow the show on Spotify and give me a five-star rating after checking out an episode. It's that simple. But if you want to support the show through your online shopping, you can do that over on Shopee and Sakto. It's the payday week and next week you have the 6-6 sale. So it's the perfect time to whip out your mobile phone and to type in this URL on your browser. It's podlink.co slash on deck. Again, it's podlink.co slash O-N-D-E-C-K. From there, it'll take you straight to the app. Just add to cart and check out. And a portion of what you spend will go to Podcast Network Asia and this podcast to help keep the lights on so I can keep doing what I do best here on the show. This week, I want to talk about how I ended up building my brand around pro wrestling. And as a DJ, for me, it was always about just finding my own path and finding my own voice. And a lot of that comes from my baggage as a radio listener, as a Chinoy radio listener, in fact, who didn't really find anybody who sounded like me. I mean, I grew up listening to the radio Dinaman and I had my own favorite DJs, but There wasn't really anybody who looked like me or who sounded like me or who talked about the same things I would talk about. Nobody would rant about the Chinoy things like how their co-workers or their friends who aren't Chinoy would be bugging them for Tikoy every Chinese New Year. And definitely walang DJ na outright sinasabi nila on air that they love wrestling, that they're a wrestling fan, that they would make references to whatever wrestler in WWE or even outside that was famous at the time. I guess looking back, that was really important to me because representation matters. It's something I've grown to really learn and understand now that I have a degree in broadcast communication and now that I've learned how to critique media. 
it's really important to see yourself or to hear yourself in the media you're consuming. And growing up, that just wasn't the case. So I knew that when I had my own radio show, I would want to represent a group of people who didn't feel like they had their guy, that they had their person. So again, let's backtrack a bit. And let me describe the lay of the land nung radio when I came into the picture because the way I remember it, every station would have their characters, their archetypes. Like you would have the flirty, sexy DJ. You would have the hot take or controversial opinion guy. You would have the sports guy. You would have the countdown guy. And you'd have all these archetypes. Now, I would like to think that as time went on, Dumami na rin yung characters. Dumami na rin yung archetypes. Like, these days, there will be radio DJs who'd be very open about their geeky or nerdy interests. And that would be great. Like, there's a spot for them on the lineup na rin. Of course, like a decade ago, that would not be the case. But since I came in right around the time na medyo nagiging okay na, medyo nagiging accepted na to be nerdy about pop culture, to be a geek about your own niche interests, I was able to carve out a role for myself and kind of help myself stand apart from every other DJ on the FM band. So I guess that worked out for me. I remember when I got hired, I wanted to focus on sports, specifically basketball, because I'm an NBA fan. And I'd like to think I know more than your casual NBA fan. And I wanted to talk about it on the air. I wanted to read NBA scores as they happened. I wanted to do all that stuff because my ultimate goal was to be a sportscaster, like really be a play-by-play commentator. And given the stations and the DJs I was listening to, like they would be talking about sports, then eventually they'd get noticed and be invited to mga hosting events for NBA Philippines. They'd become commentators in the UAAP. And I kind of wanted to go down that career track as well. But then I realized that in my own station, I wasn't the only DJ who was talking about basketball. And on the FM band, masalalo nang hindi lang ako. Like there were other DJs, male and female, who were talking about basketball. And that just wasn't gonna help me get noticed at all. In fact, the female DJs were likelier to get noticed because they were women talking about sports in a basketball-obsessed country. So dun palang they had that edge na because this was the time when women talking about sports was slowly becoming less of a novelty and really becoming more of the norm. So what more ako? Like, I'm, I'm just some guy who was late to the party. So it was right around this time, about my first year in radio, that I had to think about what I could talk about that nobody else could or nobody else would. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that as early as 2011, when I was starting out my radio career, that I had this vision board, that I manifested everything that would happen to me in my career, that I would start a podcast, I would get to work with WWE, I would get to be one of the voices of Philippine wrestling. Like, no, I'm not going to tell you that all of that pinredicto as early as 2011. No, that's not the case. What I will tell you is that in 2011, I was watching a YouTube show called Z, True Long Island Story. And it was hosted by this wrestler named Zack Ryder. Uh, He now goes by Matt Cardona, which is his real name. And it was really born out of the chip he had on his shoulder because he felt that he wasn't getting the opportunities that he thought he deserved. And I kind of related to him because I also see myself as an underdog especially in the media industry. Now, I came in without any connections. 
I came in not being highly touted, that I had to fight and scrap and make my own opportunities for myself. So I really latched on to this show called Z True Long Island Story because he was basically ranting about that situation, but making jokes out of it. And he used that to organically become popular with the internet audience years before social media became part of any company's marketing plan. So sobrang trailblazer niya in that regard. So what I would do was I would take references from Zack Ryder's show and I would even take his own tagline, his own catchphrase. Woo, 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 you know it. I would say that shit on the air, like right before my mics went off or I would play yung mga sound effects, yung mga stingers from his show, hoping that somebody somewhere out there would get that reference and send me a message on Twitter and be like, hey bro, I'm listening and I love wrestling too. I know where you got that sound effect from. And that's because you know, it goes back to my philosophy na I just wanted to be that person for someone else. Now, growing up as a fan of radio, I couldn't find anybody who spoke the same language as I did, so to speak. Yung tipong, the person that I knew na I could see myself in 100%. And I figured if I could be that person to somebody else, I would have done my job right. I wouldn't say that I appeal to like 99% of the audience, far from it. Because I knew na by appealing to pro wrestling fans, by telling the radio landscape na, hey, I'm a wrestling fan and I'm going to represent you on radio, I'm not going to appeal to everybody. In fact, I was only going to appeal to like 1% or 0.5% of all the people who would be listening to the radio. And I didn't mind, honestly, because I felt like if I could really build that fan base or that connection with that one person or with those two people, then maybe I would have done something right in terms of really living up to radio status as the most personal form of media. Looking back now, I think I did something right because I do have a couple of radio listeners who have become friends, who have become people I regularly chat with, who still check out my work. And it all came from how I was just very true to myself and how I just really wanted to be me on the radio. And it's funny how radio became my tool then to just really be myself with all of my fandoms, to also let my Chinoy side out and not hide that, unlike a lot of DJs from the previous generation who would, you know, just try to assimilate, just try to deny that they were Chinoy or just be, you know, just pretend that they were Filipino and they had no other half of their culture that they could draw from. It was these little things that I tried to bring out of myself and really put out there so I can be that voice for the wrestling fans or for the Chinois. And it's something that looking back on it, I'm actually pretty proud that I was able to do that. For one thing, it really helped that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I started on the weekend morning show where wala masyado nakikinig because nobody cared on weekend mornings. Like if you're driving and if you're listening to the radio on a weekend morning, malamang sa malamang you're headed to church or you're headed to brunch so you're probably hungry or hungover from partying the night before or you're on that proverbial walk of shame, you're coming from a hookup, so you're not really listening to the radio. It also helped na management, just let me be me. They didn't really put shackles or they didn't really try to rein me in in terms of how I wanted to present myself on air. And you know, to be very fair to the partners I got to work with, I didn't get along with all of them, but all of them also just let me be me. Like, sure, we would still talk about the weather or current events or traffic or whatever's going on with One Direction or Ariana Grande or Sam Smith or Taylor Swift. But those times, those moments that I could be Stan, the wrestling fan, or Stan, the Chinoy who'd be bitching about, you know, whatever Chinoy thing is going on in his life. They just let me do me. And that's something that I'm actually pretty grateful for because it helped me just be this unabashed version of myself when the mics were on. Now, building my brand around just being myself or just being this wrestling guy, it also came organically lang din. Kasi nga, I didn't plan to start a podcast. It just happened. My friend Romaran and I just decided to finally get behind the mic and do that podcast we'd always talked about starting at some point. I ended up hosting a wrestling event in 2012. Right as I was about to graduate college, there was this group of former WWE stars who held a show here called WWFX. And through the power of social media and radio, I was able to win the guest ring announcer spot. So dun palang, I was already exposed to the Philippine wrestling community and a good, I would say, 5,000, 10,000 people at the Araneta Coliseum booed my ass as I walked down the ramp and entered the ring. And a good number of them are still within the community to the point that when we talk about that event, when we'd reference it, they would say, Oh yeah, I was one of the people who booed your ass out of that venue. It all just really came together. I did the podcast. I got into PWR. I was hosting a show for Fox Philippines about WWE. That wrestling as my brand wasn't just something that I had to work on. It just was. By 2015, Melo was trying really hard to push us DJs as its personalities. In Tipong... Sige, let's try to get you as many social media followers as we could. And at the time, I'm going to admit, I was kind of hell-bent on still getting that verified blue check mark. Spoiler alert, I still don't have it. I was also trying my best to get hundreds and thousands of followers so I can get these sponsorships, these X deals, these contracts or whatever. Spoiler alert too. No, I still don't have that. And frankly, it's just not at the top of my priority list anymore. But at the time we went so far as to going on these brand workshops, these seminars. And yung isa sa mga tinuro sa amin that I continue to apply to this day is to keep the subjects of your Instagram posts to about two or three interests. So for me, it's work, 
travel, and wrestling. Yun lang. I don't really post about my OOTDs or about the food I'm eating or drinking unless it's like an Instagram story. And I'm definitely not dancing on any of these reels and TikToks. So I'm mentioning this story because it's kind of funny to me how there was a point in my life where I was really doing everything I could to just be famous, just be out there and be like all these other hotshot DJs at the other stations who I felt like I had to be like them. I had to emulate them. I had to be as famous and as followed as them. And now that I'm a bit older, now that I'm in my 30s, I don't really care about that stuff as much. In fact, I'm pretty happy with the way things shook out. Like I was able to build a career a career that actually works for me, a career I can make a decent living out of where I talk about what I love, I get to do what I love, I get to have fun while doing all of it. And it all just stemmed from how I doubled down on being a wrestling fan. And I doubled down on being unafraid and unashamed about who I am, whether it's being into pro wrestling, being in the industry, being a Chinese Filipino who's not afraid to talk about the things in my head. It's kind of mind-boggling to me how this all came together. And as I begin to wind down here, it makes me think about my dad. See, my dad is an export consultant, but before he started his own practice, He was working for big companies, for corporations, for decades. And somewhere along the way, he decided that it was best if he broke off on his own and just controlled his own time. And what I learned from his work is that his personal North Star is to go serve a market that nobody else is serving. And I never planned on following my dad's footsteps. I never planned on getting to export management unless like, I had no career prospects now whatsoever. I was going to learn that real quick and try to work with my dad. But one great thing that I really picked up was his business savvy. Tipong nakita mo na walang ibang nagkikater dito sa market na to, then I'll be that guy. No one is serving this group of people. No one is representing this group of people. I will. Because that's my people. Because somewhere along the way, I was part of that group of people. And nobody was really connecting to me the way I would have wanted a DJ or a host to connect to me. And now that I'm in this position, I'm behind the mic, or when I tweet something out, somebody is listening to what I have to say, I realize that I can be that guy now for somebody else. And that is a responsibility I don't take lightly. And it's a privilege that I'm pretty proud to have earned. That's how I built my brand around wrestling. It wasn't something that I strategically laid out, that I manifested from the very beginning, that I'd planned to the detail. Now, by 2015, nandito na By 2018, I would have worked with these clients. It all just came together. And I'm not a big religious guy anymore, so I don't really go around saying that it was God's plan or whatever. But I'd like to think that the universe conspired with me to just make it all happen. And for that, I'm pretty grateful. So that's going to do it for the show. If you want to check out the other stuff I'm doing, of course, there is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, which I mentioned earlier. We are closing in on episode number 500. What a huge milestone for me and Ro, who eight years ago were just two guys who wanted to talk about wrestling. And now here we are 500 episodes later. Please go check us out, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Spotify, on Facebook, and on Kumu. 
And I also mentioned how I wanted to be one of the voices of the modern Chinois, the Chinois of the current generation. And I get to do that on Chinoy TV's Chinese by Blood, Filipino by Heart Season 2, which airs Sundays on CNN Philippines at 8 p.m. But if you want to catch the on-demand version, it's on Facebook or on YouTube every Wednesday at 8 p.m. If you want to support this show through your online shopping, you can do that over on Lazada because another sale is happening in a few days. As we all know, everything you want and need, hashtag NASA Lazada Yan. So whip out your mobile phone and type this URL onto your browser, podlink.co slash ondecklazada. Again, it's podlink.co slash O-N-D-E-C-K-L-A-Z-A-D-A. It'll take you straight to the app. Then from there, just add to cart and check out. And a portion of what you spend will go to Podcast Network Asia and this podcast to keep the lights on. And finally, as I get out of here, please remember to keep your masks on. And if and when you can, please go get your vaccines and your boosters. Hit me up on Twitter at underscore Stan C. Next week on the podcast, I've got Joel from Q105.1 and the host of the new podcast, Paano Kung. She's joining me on the pod for a nice little chat about her career, her podcasting, and her own story. Because as you know, on the show, we tell the real stories behind the real people behind the mic. That's going to do it for this week's episode. My name is Stan C. Thank you very much. And I hope I've earned the privilege of your time. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.